This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 605, how to pronounce the three most important sounds in American English with Sean Morgan. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, Sean will show you the three sounds that you must master if you want to be understood by American people, and he'll tell you a bit about his shape-tone method that will help you get there. Today, we have a guest on the show. Our guest today is certified to teach English as a foreign language, but he credits his vocal and acting training for his ability to help people with pronunciation and accent reduction. Today's guest is Sean Morgan. Now, let's meet Sean. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Sean, welcome to All Ears English. Welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Lindsay. Thank you. Good, good. I know that you were on the show about a year ago to talk about pronunciation, and you are back again because you're still working on pronunciation. You are definitely focused heavily on the area of getting students to pronounce the English language better. Isn't that right? Yes, I have. You know, I've been teaching web-based English, and it's just something that people, once they reach a certain level, uh, that's the last step, you know, mm. working on perfecting their accent, especially for their professional life. Yeah, and I like to ask people this. Why do you think it's so hard, pronunciation? I mean, why is this the big thing that our listeners really, really struggle with that becomes so embarrassing and sometimes humiliating when we're in front of native speakers and they just don't understand us? Yes. Uh, you know, I know exactly how it feels learning Spanish and, and trying to communicate in other countries. It's, it's a very um, nerve-wracking process, and it's awkward when people don't understand you. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, a lot of my clients are, are doctors and professionals, and they really need their clients to be able to understand them. Wow. And I think one of the main reasons is that pronunciation is not taught in an organized fashion in, in schools and language institutes. Yeah. And so, you know, people don't know where to go to get the resources to help. Them. That's a good point, Sean. I mean, your average English teacher really doesn't receive much training in how to teach pronunciation when they go in for their certificate program. It's really not a part of how to teach English as a second language. And then we have students that are coming from classes where they've never worked with a native teacher often in their home countries, and that makes for a bad, kind of a bad formula. <laughs> So I hope that you That's have right. a better formula for us, Sean, here. Um, so today you're going to talk about the three American sounds that we really need to know. Is that right? 
That's right. Yes, you know the the British accent differs quite a bit from the American accent, okay. and a lot of my clients have kind of a mixture between the two. They don't have a uniform accent, so it's important to to really know the difference. Yeah, and where is your accent from, by the way? Which part of the states are you from? Great question. I'm from Pennsylvania, which is in the the Northeast, uh, but I would say that I have a standard American accent. Mm-hmm. And there, there are a few major accent categories in the United States, but the, the accent that people train for for broadcasting is called the standard American accent. Very nice. And that's what you use. Yeah, you sound, it sounds like you have a very kind of plain, straightforward accent, which is good for a teacher. I like that. I did a trip around the U.S. this summer and was able to hear lots of different American accents. There's so much variety in this country. It's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, Sean, let's dive into it. So, what is the first American sound that our listeners might want to know? Okay. So, when you listen to the British accent, especially for the letter O, they make this sound. It sounds like this. O. And we don't have that sound at all in the American accent. Yeah. You know, people that are learning Spanish, for example, also associate the letter O with the sound O. Mm-hmm. But when when an American sees a letter O about 60% of the time, they are going to say ah. ah. For example, uh, if they say I've got a lot of something, mm-hmm. a British person would say I've got a lot of something. Mm-hmm. So they are saying O and we are saying ah. It's of a long vertical opening of the mouth. Like when you go to the doctor and they ask you to open up your mouth and stick out your tongue and say Ah, oh, right, right. I like that. I like that. And how do we get ourselves to be able to pronounce the sound this way? Well, the sound itself is very easy, unlike some other sounds. Uh, so producing the sound is easy. The hard part is training yourself to retraining yourself to correct from the way you were doing before. And, right. and one way to do that is to, to meet with a, a teacher and, and have them interrupt you Anytime you, you make that mistake and they will help you create an alarm system in your brain to, to just yeah. do the new habit. It's all about creating a new habit. Yeah, it's kind of repetition. That's why when we work with a teacher, we need to make sure we work with someone who cares deeply about pronunciation and is kind of stubborn and holds you to a yeah. very high standard. So they will stop you when you're making the, even if it's five times in one sentence. They need to be able to stop you and show you the correct way over and over and over again until you're blue in the face, right? <laughs> that's right. It takes someone with a very good ear to be able to hear things. Okay, good. So that's great. So the ah sound, I like that. What's the next sound that we need to know if we want to speak that correct American English, Sean? Okay, so as as weird as it sounds, when the British people say oh, we say ah, and when the British people say ah, we're saying ah. For example, when they say the word and, they sound like ah, and. Uh. So, so that's something tricky. It's the same sound as in the word apple. Okay. So this is a different opening of the mouth. This is more of a horizontal opening, mm-hmm. and the throat is throat muscles are constricting, and it's forcing the sound more into the nasal cavity. Right. So it's a higher sound tonally it sounds like ah mm-hmm. apple. apple and and is this do you find that for a lot of international students this sound is quite natural or not really no it's not as natural uh the the tonality is very particular so they will have to experiment to find that 
that happy medium. It's not too high, not too low, not too nasal, not too throat. Right, right. So it takes some experimentation. That's why I really recommend recording your own voice and comparing it to a native speaker's. Okay. And when we record our own voice and we, we compare it to native speakers, are we doing that by ourselves or are we doing that with a tutor as well? What do you recommend? Well, you know, working with a native speaker is always preferable, but we don't always have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that's recording your voice is really nice for home study. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Com yeah. Comparing to a native speaker and then making adjustments, experimenting and then, and then comparing again. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So the ah sound, I like that kind of that nasal sound, that nasal A. I like that big sound in the English, American English for sure. And what's the next one, Sean? What's number three? Okay. So the last one, uh, when you think of the British accent, when they have a word, especially that ends with the letter R, their mouth is actually open for the delivery. So for example, if they say the word proper, they would say proper and their mouth would be open at the end. But an American has a very hard R. Mm -hmm. Their mouth is clenched closed and their tongue is curled on the sides and the front. And it sounds like er, yeah. like a dog growling. Er, er, proper. Yeah, love that. Love that. Right. And that's the standard but, accent. Yes. Yeah, that's that's an R modified vowel sound. And it, it really doesn't matter how you spell it. There are lots of different ways this is spelled. It could it's it sounds like e r but it could be o r like an author or it could be a r or u r so the spelling doesn't really help you here you have to listen to native speakers yeah and i think it's important to emphasize it that's why it's good to get a a teacher or a tutor with this standard American accent, because I can tell you I live here in Boston, and if you've ever seen goodwill hunting, you know that yeah, uh, Bostonians, especially in certain neighborhoods, they really do drop their R's in a different way. It's they habit, really do. right? They drop that R when it comes to the <laughs> A, um, and that actually stems from the British accent originally, but in a very <laughs> interesting way. You know, through history, it's evolved and it's become its own thing. So when we get into these deep regional accents, we have to be really careful. Uh, so I think it's a good idea to focus on that very standard accent. I do have one question for you, Sean, before we move into, I know you have a course that you're building, another way that you could help our listeners go deeper, because today we've just given them a hint, but I want to ask you one question first. At what point does, should a student start to think about honing in on one accent? For example, you've been comparing today the British and the American accent. There's also the Australian accent, South African accent, right? At what point should we start to really hone in on an accent? At what level? Good question. You know, we're actually creating an accent from day one, uh -huh. but we may not be intentional about mm -hmm. it. Um, now, I think globally, there are really only two preferences. It's either British or American mm -hmm. as far as because those are the two dominant accents for business and academics. So um, people usually just have a personal preference, and it's it's totally up to the individual. There's there's really none that's better than the other. Okay. Um, but they're they're going to have to choose. You know, I I personally think it's better to choose one than have a mixture of the two. 
and and you're doing it from from the first day. So the more you practice it early on, the more you're practicing your habits that you don't have to retrain in the future. Yeah. So it's never too early to start, but it is actually kind of the last step in fluency. It's the last step. Interesting. So maybe thinking about our career paths and why we want to use English and who we might be interacting with. Right. For our listeners. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Okay. Very cool. So Sean, tell us a little bit more about how we could go deeper with you. If we, you know, if our listeners here liked what you're saying, they like the idea of learning the American accent with someone who has a standard American accent. Um, what, what's going on on your end in terms of this new course that you're launching? Yes. So, so we just covered a few sounds and, and, you know, to really change your accent dramatically, you would, have to change all of your vowel sounds. So there are five vowel letters in English and each vowel letter has several different sounds. So we're talking about over over a dozen sounds here. Um, and then there are, you know, even more sounds. So 50% of English is made up of vowel sounds. And so I really concentrate on that in my course, although I do have every single sound in the English uh, language in the course. So it's 27 videos and it's also offered as uh, MP3 so people can listen and, and practice their accent on their drive to work. So it's a complete home study course and I, I, I also offer a, a Skype conference call with, with anyone that gets the course so that I can give them that special customized attention they need and I can listen to their accent and give them practice routines to improve. Oh, that's great. So your course involves not just listening blindly, but listening and knowing what to do when you listen, right? That's right. Yeah. You have to gain that awareness. This is all about gaining your awareness about yourself, what you're doing and what you need to change and then developing a practice routine to develop the new habit. Yeah. And I, I take it a lot of students have used this method as you've been using it in your lessons to really help them move to that next level of confidence. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I teach on italki and I've had over 200 students and and taught over a thousand classes over the last two years. Mm. And the main method that I'm using is is what I call the shape tone method, where we're really focusing on the shape of the physiology, the shape of the mouth, the throat, the tongue, and then also the tonality. So how high or low the sound is. And it's so simple but very few teachers are really aware of, of, of how to mm. teach pronunciation. So it really oh. helps people. I like something that is simple. I like it when a teacher is able to make something simpler because that's when you know that a teacher really knows what they're talking about When they is when they can simplify something, guys. When something feels complicated, the teacher generally does not know what they're doing. <laughs> so the fact that you've been able to simplify it, it's true. It really is true because it shouldn't be. I mean, that's what we do with our IELTS course. We make it simple because we understand the IELTS exam in depth. And that's what you sounds like. That's what you've been able to do here with this pronunciation course. You're able to simplify. Simplify it because you understand it. You understand how pronunciation is built. I like that, Sean. So, all right. So, Sean, how can our listeners find your special discount that you have? You have a URL. Could you announce that for us? Yes, sure. So, you know, the retail price is $87, but for for anyone that's listening today, they can get a 20% discount. It's at AmericanAccent.Academy. And they would have to click on the link at the top right that says special discount. Okay. Is it AmericanAccentAcademy.Weebly.com or did you put, set up another no. link? You set up another link. It's actually, okay. yeah. Okay. 
www.americanaccent.com. Okay, good. Okay, guys. So we'll also have that on the blog post. So we make sure that we know where that is. And I would encourage our listeners, guys, if you're struggling with the American English accent, to go over there and check out what Sean has built for you. Okay. Awesome. Very cool, Sean. Well, thanks for coming on. This has been fun and always good to have you on the show. Yes. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Yeah. Take care. See you again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.